even though I may not love being the sheep in this story, I get it. I get it because I over and over again experience it, find myself wandering away. And it often happens so subtly, often without our even realizing. Sheep don't get lost on purpose. They just follow their noses from one clump of grass to the next. If, if Jesus is the good shepherd, then what does that make us? A couple of weeks ago, we talked a bit about the variety of names for Jesus in the Bible. I invited folks to go look at a, a cross made of stainless steel that hangs on the wall in my office, made of all various names given for Jesus throughout scriptures. Uh, Messiah, the Son of God, the Son of Man, Jesus of Nazareth, so many names, each with their own unique meanings. There are also a good number of metaphors for Jesus throughout the Gospels. Light of the world, bread of life, the vine, oh, I am the vine, you are the branches, the prince of peace, the good shepherd, which we encounter this morning, lamb of God. Many people would say that this good shepherd metaphor, this image is among the most comforting uh, for Jesus. Psalm 23 is so often read at funeral and memorial services. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall lack nothing, is the way the NIV puts it. I shall not be in want in the King James. Uh, let's think about this image of the Good Shepherd for a moment. Throughout the Psalms, we often get what one scholar uh, called uh, homeland security language uh, when referring to God. God is our shield. God is our fortress. God is our rock. God is our stronghold, right? If David, to whom this psalm is attributed, had started this psalm with, the Lord is my king, then we might have looked to God for a kind of political security. If he had started with, the Lord is my commander, we might have looked to God for a kind of military security instead of a political security as the king. But in the 23rd Psalm, attributed to the man who himself was a king and was a commander, he goes all the way back to his boyhood to begin this beloved psalm, the Lord is my shepherd. It's a metaphor both full of toughness and tenderness at the same time. God is a good shepherd who looks after the welfare of the sheep. And notice not all of them, but each of them. David doesn't speak in generalities about how all the sheep feel about the shepherd. He, he talks about how he feels. The, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. And when Jesus tells the parable of the lost sheep in Luke's Gospel, in the 15th chapter, he says that if one wanders away from the flock, 
then the good shepherd leaves behind the 99 to go search and bring that one back to safety. There was a missionary back in the 50s, Andrew Roy. He was a missionary to China, and he opted to remain there after the communist takeover in 1950. He was eventually arrested and jailed, and his interrogators attacked his religious faith tradition by, among other ways, referencing this very parable, saying this Jesus, the shepherd, who leaves the flock to go after one lost sheep, after all, the communists called that foolish. The collective is what matters. And Roy defended his faith tradition by pointing out that when the good shepherd in the parable goes after the lost sheep, he gives comfort and security to the entire flock. Each sheep thereby knows if I get lost, he will come after me. On the other hand, if the shepherd cares only for the, for the, the herd and, and doesn't put himself out for the individual lost sheep, then every sheep is left insecure, thinking if I fall behind even one step, I may be left to die. The Good Shepherd promises to walk right into the valley of the shadow of death if that is where I find myself. It doesn't tend to shock us that one of the images Jesus offered to describe his relationship to us was as the Good Shepherd. But it was more than a comforting or pastoral image. It was, in fact, in the Hebrew Scriptures, only ever used to refer to God. Jesus would be a shepherd's savior. He would lay down his life for the sheep. He would seek and save the lost. He would guide us in right paths. He would stand in the way of all that threatens us. He says, I am the gate. And he would walk alongside us in times of trouble. Jesus puts flesh on the metaphor. We can count on him to be our good shepherd throughout this life and until we dwell in the house of the Lord forever. This is the gorgeous promise in this 23rd Psalm. This is gospel with a big G. Good news. The truth is, lost sheep don't suddenly come to their senses and turn for home any more than a lost coin does. As the lost sheep in this metaphor, we have a tendency to follow our noses, right, from one thing to another until we can kind of drift away. And it's not always a bad thing. It's not always a good thing, right? It, it, we may be following the next deadline or responsibility, the next purchase or accumulation, the next addiction or compulsion or boredom, or entertainment. The Lord is my shepherd. All metaphors eventually run out of steam. This one has real reach. Even though I may not love being the sheep in this story, I get it. I get it because I over and over again experience it. Find myself wandering away. And it often happens so subtly, often without our even realizing. Sheep 
don't get lost on purpose. They just follow their noses from one clump of grass to the next. So God gives us a community of faith. Listen to the description of the early church from our reading assigned for this morning from Acts chapter 2. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers. Day by day, as they spent much time together in the temple, they broke bread at home and ate their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having the goodwill of all the people. This is the sustaining, life-giving gift of this community of faith in Christ. A community made up of the faithful and the fearful, of the joyful and the grieving, the doubting and the trusting. This fellow welcomes sinners and eats with them. That's the charge that really took hold against Jesus. That was one of the accusations that finally stuck. And the amazing thing is that Jesus didn't seem to mind one little bit. He kept on gathering around the table and breaking bread and raising a goblet. Whether they went on being confused, sometimes self-centered people they were or not. Not that he didn't want them to be better. Of course he did, but that was never the point. It was never all about behavior. The point was that Christ wanted them to know that God would not rest until everyone was found. That was the point. The Lord is my shepherd. People sometimes refer to pastors as shepherds and congregations as flocks. I've never been really quite comfortable with that vocational metaphor. If Christ is the good shepherd, then all of us are his flock. Shepherds' lives are not their own. They put themselves between the lurking danger and their flock. I am the gate, again, Jesus says. In other words, despair, judgment, condemnation, shame. It's going to have to get through me, Jesus is saying. I am the gate. And so it will. And Jesus will die with it. And from it. And because of it. He will take all of our brokenness. Our incessant gun violence wrought by making idols of weapons of war. Our racism. Our prejudice. All of it will hang with Jesus on the cross. And there He will die with it. And from it in order for the promise of new life to emerge. Resurrection. The Good Shepherd promises to find you when you're lost and to walk with you when you are sad or afraid, even if you must walk through the valley of the shadow of death. He promises to be with you and he will not leave you there. 
The Good Shepherd will lead you to green pastures beside still waters to revive your soul. This is a promise. This is good news. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not be in want. The psalm begins, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The psalm ends. And in the Hebrew, that verb for follow is really an active, it's kind of a pursuing, chasing. So this tendency we all do have, to follow our noses and wander away from God's intended grace for our lives, to stay close to Jesus. This tendency we have to get lost is couched in the good news, the promise that goodness and mercy is not tailing along quietly from a distance, but that it is pursuing me, chasing me, and hopefully it caught up with us again this morning so that we can leave here knowing that we are, in fact, beloved part of God's own people and that the Good Shepherd walks with us no matter what we face so we can leave here in peace to love and serve the Lord. Thanks be to God.